happy Monday. I hope you're doing well, uh, despite all that's going on in this kind of crazy world at the moment. Um, I'll be posting these podcasts each Monday, uh, as I said. I want to develop a bit of a, a ritual and, and a rhythm around that. And so these potties will come out on Monday and then you've got the newsletter on Friday. If you're at all interested, you can subscribe to that. But I really just want to have the real conversations on this podcast, the kind that you have with those that are closest to you for a couple of reasons. One, because I need these conversations and sharing them uh, with you, albeit me, this is just me talking into a microphone. It's helpful for me. Uh, it's acknowledging what is, and I think that's important. And the second thing is I, I really think we need to be having hard conversations or uncomfortable conversations. Um, the world is collapsing around us and I'm not really interested in small talk. Um, I think it's important to acknowledge what's happening as hard as that might be. And I don't have answers and I don't know what the right thing to do is, or even if there is a right thing. And I'm I'm not here to to tell anybody what to do or even share what is you know what it is that um that I think you know we should do because that's not the point um but I do know that talking about it helps and it's in our shared experience that we feel less alone and there's one thing you want to avoid feeling when things seem to be falling apart and that's alone I've been running these men's circles now for a couple of months and uh, it's Monday. So we got one coming up Monday night and I just look forward to them because of the the connection that, that, that we have um, with each other. And yes, there's content. Yes. We share some info and, you know, talk about some stuff, but you know, it's really just that opportunity to share um, and to, and to listen and to be heard. So uh, that is, that is my intention with this podcast, this episode uh, at least. And so um, I'll start with sharing some context for you just from a personal perspective and then look at what's going on, you know, in the community globally and and maybe even kind of zooming out to a, a spiritual perspective. Personally, uh, I'm experiencing something like a reckoning right now. I'm really practicing living my values, practicing integrity um, and and distilling what's true for me and doing the work that I believe in. I'm no longer employed by a company. I'm working for myself and facilitating men's circles. I'm creating courses and events. I'm writing and and doing one-on-one coaching with some clients, some people um, who are struggling too, you know, And, and I'm doing all this with the intention of building stronger connection and community. I know that the consumerist, capitalist, patriarchal model does not work for anybody. Uh, And so I'm practicing ways to extricate myself from that while being of service to others. And and really, the intention being is to come into alignment with what feels like purpose for me and trusting how that feels and being guided to do what's in service of supporting others the best way I know how and and that looks like walking the talk, um, living in integrity, you know, living in alignment. And I'm a teacher, I'm a student of life, and I've lived some life and have some experience to share. And I'm really enjoying the opportunity to do that. And I came across this John O'Donohue uh, conversation he was having. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, I just wrote some notes as I was listening to it a few years ago. So I'm not 
entirely sure where it comes from. I'd like to reference it, but um, I'll have to go and see if I can find it. But the notes I took, um, I was going back over those today for some reason and and something really stood out for me uh, from that interview. And he says, the duty of privilege is absolute integrity. And I wrote that down in 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 caps. <laughs> uh, and it really kind of resonates with me right now. And so I'm clumsily, awkwardly practicing in integrity and, um, and I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. Zooming out uh, on a community level, after the referendum over the weekend, it's clear that societal change is very slow. People are resistant to repair or change and they're protective of privilege. And typically we'll default to defense mode when faced with change. And that makes sense. It's what humans do. And of course, there's doesn't make it right or easy to um, easy to kind of reconcile. But I think understanding why humans do what they do um, under these sort of circumstances helps us to find a better way to um, affect and 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 enact you know change that is so desperately necessary uh, so fuck there's that and then of course there's the the tragedy unfolding in Gaza and Israel and and so many other parts of the world and I don't even know how to begin making sense of that it's just so tragic and so many lives are being destroyed um, and then globally we have yeah, we have climate and ecological systems collapse not to mention financial and economic systemic collapse it's it's a lot and so I, I share this with the intention being simply to acknowledge it uh, and validating the fact that it is hard to deal with and I don't know how to deal with it all uh, I don't think we're designed to cope with it all uh, there's just so much cognitive dissonance that's you know that is exacerbated by social media especially I mean you literally see the worst of humanity on on one post and then a second later as you're scrolling the best of humanity and everything in between at once <laughs> and then you can just switch it off and it you know seemingly disappears but our nervous system does not have the capacity to process this and so you know sometimes it's hard to talk about um, but we need to um, so what do we do uh i come back to the only thing i can do and that's to regulate myself in an attempt not to perpetuate the dysfunctional dysregulated state um that i'm that i'm in or that i might be in uh and and uh and, and to be in a state that i can contribute more constructively from uh and more compassionately and with more capacity for love and listening and for understanding. And Tara Brach has a simple process for this, which I've used um, I've used a lot since reading about this. And uh, she has th- this process, which is summarized in the acronym RAIN, R-A-I-N. And R stands for recognized. So the first step is to recognize what you're feeling second step is a allow simply just to allow it to be there without suppressing or denying or or deflecting it and the final step no the second final step is i investigate um 
investigate what has you feeling this way? What was the catalyst or trigger and, and what might you learn about yourself or others through that? And finally, N is to nurture. And I think this step can be overlooked. It, it feels a bit selfish or indulgent when there is so much suffering, but we must nurture ourselves before we can be of service in a in a sustainable way for others. And that might look like simply asking yourself, what do I need? You know, and I've done a lot of that lately and 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 what I've and what I need typically is connection. Connection to others, to visit a friend and have a hug or a chat or to be in nature and connect to nature or something greater. And that's that's the spiritual context, I guess. You know, it's important to stay connected to to the soul and and its yearnings and the spirit and its you know its calling at these times and that abiding subtle but powerful felt experience of something greater is quite reassuring at, at times uh, like this times of chaos or uncertainty at least um, so what works for me is simply being still with my hand on my heart breathing deeply and pausing for a moment connecting within to that which connects us all and hugs. Fuck, I cannot recommend that physical um, connection enough. It doesn't sound like much, but it might just be the best you can do under the circumstances. And then go and love up on someone. You know, we need each other so much more during these times than ever. Uh, And love, whatever that looks like. It might be... It might be a message, it might be a visit, it might be a phone call or a thoughtful gift, which I've received this week as well. Um, It might be helping someone who needs it uh, or perhaps just sharing whatever it is that you have, a smile, a hug. Fuck, hugs are healing. I reckon we need, you know, we need physical contact to co-regulate. It really is healing. So all this to say... uh, and I don't, you know, again, I'm, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but if if only it be a reminder um, to take care of yourself, now is now is a time to love fiercely, you know. And I think I've really struggled with this, to be honest, um, but, you know, being reminded that in the face of destruction and 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 chaos and and death, uh we we have to love we have to love and we have to find joy and find beauty and and to appreciate what we do have so that we may be inspired and compelled to protect it when the time comes and and that starts with loving and appreciating each other I went down, you know, a beautiful John O'Donohue rabbit hole earlier today I mentioned that before when when I came across some words um I'd heard before and and they really resonated with me now. Well, they resonate with me now. Um, earlier on, I'd mentioned, you know, uh, integrity being the responsibility of, of privilege. But there's something else he said later in that conversation. He said, I quote, uh, there is always an uncanny symmetry between the way you are inward with yourself and the way you are outward. And there is an 
evacuation of interiority going on in our times and we need to draw back inside ourselves and find immense resources there. I think that's so true. He then goes on to speak about beauty um, and I quote, now this sounds so much better in his very um, melodic Irish uh, accent, but I'll butcher it with my Australian accent. Here we go. Beauty is about more rounded, substantial becoming. And I think when we cross a new threshold, that if we cross worthily, what we do is heal the patterns of repetition that were in us that had us caught somewhere. And that in our crossing, that we cross on to new ground where we don't just repeat what we've been through in the last phase we were, the last place we were, I should say. Beauty is about an emerging fullness, a greater sense of grace and elegance, a deeper sense of depth, and also a kind of homecoming for the enriched memory of your unfolding life. He says, the Greek word for beauty is related to the word for calling. It means that in the presence of beauty, it's not a neutral thing. It's actually calling you. End quote. Man, so I, you know, I read that and I'm like, yes, beauty is calling and it is a calling. And at times like this, it might be that we need to listen and follow the call of beauty and love even more so because we can't afford to take it for granted. So may we be guided by beauty and what we love during these times and let me know how you're doing. I just want you to know you're not alone and I need to know I'm not alone too. So um, yeah, any comments or feedback on this episode is much appreciated Uh, and I'm sending love to everyone who's struggling right now. I'll see you next week. 